me tell you um, what we're going to be doing. So that, and this is recording. And so what I'm going to do to record here so that you can have it. And in this part, we won't really talk about anything personal, okay. right? If we do talk about something personal, then it won't, that won't be shared. Okay. Um, I'll, the ones I do share, I'll screen them first. Like if I was to put a teaching, that this random teaching, and you happen to be listening, I'm okay with sharing yeah. that. But if anything about you private comes out in it, then it just won't get shared. Okay. It's that simple because your heart is more important than anything else, period. That's what Christ died for is your heart. So that's um, what needs to be treasured at all times. And um, you are God's treasure. Just the thought of that. It's like, really? I'm somebody's treasure? Are you kidding me? But no, that really is how God sees us. Mm -hmm. And um, in the Song of Solomon, the woman wears jewels around her neck. And he talks about how beautiful they are. And really what that means, and I asked God, I said, God, what, what is this? And he said, she cares for my children. She loves them. She carries them close to her heart. All of them. Not one, not some, not the ones she likes, not the ones she gets along with, not the ones that agree with her mm -hmm. um, philosophy. No, she loves them all, period. And that's what the bride is all about. So what are we doing here? What are we, what are we attempting to do? Um, and I don't, I'm, I'm just going to pretend that you don't remember anything I talked about before okay. for the sake of me. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And not that I, not to insult you in any way, but just so that I can keep up okay. with what I'm teaching. Chances are you don't remember a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but what we're working in is we're working in the kingdom of God. Now, the kingdom of God is at hand. And literally, that's true. So I'm going to explain that to you first. Every one of us, when, every time your heart beats, three chemicals come together and put out an electrical spark. And that's what makes your heart beat for, you know, until you die, right? So when that happens, you actually have an orb around you that is measurable. Like science can measure it now. You see, you couldn't. That's why if somebody leans too close in your space, you want to lean back, yeah. right? <laughs> the way to get them out of your space is lean further. Like if you lean further into their space, then they'll back out. Um, so if you learn that, you'll, you'll know. That that, it, that's, it's a bubble. It's just a frequency bubble. Now, some people don't like the word frequency because they think it's new age. No, Jesus invented, create, God created light, not man. And that's all that frequency is, is, is energy. And light is, is a, a packet of energy. It's, it's, it's particle and it's waves waiting to manifest either as a wave or a particle. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that about light, but that's how it is. That's quantumly how it is. It doesn't manifest as a particle or as a wave until there's someone to observe it. Yeah. The only reason this is what it is is the frequency at which it, the atoms are vibrating. Same thing in water. If you have water that's absent of heat, we call it liquid. If we have water that has enough heat and the particles are moving fast enough, they will actually transform into vapor. Right? But they're still... The same thing. So what's different? The frequency mm -hmm. at which they move. And so that's what we're going to be working on is this kingdom of God that's at hand that is this frequency communication device. The Bible calls the heart the musical chord, not a musical chord. It's kind of like amen. A is singular, men is plural. So how can you have amen? It's basically singularity in string theory in the word amen. Mm. Go figure. Do you know anything about string theory? No. It means that we're all connected already, okay. whether we know it or not. That's why you can feel another person's emotion. That's why I can affect you. 
I can say a word and provoke emotion in you just like that. I've already done it since you've been sitting here. You're already holding it in. Just when I said the word, you are a treasure. When I said your heart was important, all of a sudden your whole countenance changed. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. I could see it and I could feel it. Why? Because you have this kingdom of God that's at hand. So you know what she's saying, at hand? You see what she's it's, saying? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's this far. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally like all of this way, all of this way, all of this way, all of this way. There is an orb or there is a hemisphere, an atmosphere around me. It's atmosphere at hand, at hand, atmosphere. Mm. It's, an, it's a circle that's right here. Yeah. And everything is a sphere. Even fire without gravity burns in a sphere. It doesn't burn like this. It burns in a circle, and it's always turning in all directions at all times. It's like a wheel inside of a wheel. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, and inside of you, there's a wheel in a wheel. And your heart is called the musical chord. Well, if there's only one musical chord, but you have one, she has one, I have one, how can they be one if they're in all of us? The same way God is one. Jesus said, Father, I pray that they be one, even as you are and I are one, that they be one with us and with each other. Not just me and God. No, me, Nancy, you, and God, mm -hmm. and everyone else in the whole wide world. Now, we, we really already are one with them, even if we're not conscious of it, or if they're not conscious of it. So we're all looking to not be alone but we don't know that we're really already not ever alone, nor have we ever been alone. We're just not aware that we're not alone. Yeah. And so I'm going to teach you about all this so that it can begin to make sense. Because the, the real thing is you need to know your identity. Your identity is this. In the last days, God will send the spirit of Elijah to restore the hearts of the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. Now that word father doesn't just mean daddy. It means Godhead. To restore you to your identity of what image you're made of and in. You're made in the image of God. Male, female, child. You're all three already. And you don't even know it. But the whole earth is that and they don't know it. They think that they are one. or they don't, We don't even acknowledge the mother heart of God. If, if there's father God, mother God, and child God, what part is the mother? This rhetorical question. No, it's not. I'm asking, do you know like, what part could be the mother part? We know that Father God, it must be a father. Jehovah, right? Father God. Jesus must be the child. So what is Holy Ghost? It's the, the union of the two of them. It, it, the mother. Mother. So exactly, where did the two become one? In the womb. Holy Ghost is the womb of God, the mother part of God, the mother heart of God. And the Holy Ghost lives in all of us. Now, we've been taught as people, would you mind handing me that pillow? Just my low back needs some support. Might be too much, but too much is better than none. Let's see, will that work? You want a little bed pillow? Actually, no, that's good. It's just giving me good support back. So, um, that's really the time that we're in right now. We're in the time of the identity of the Godhead. And the mother part of God being revealed. Christ came to reveal what? The Father. Holy Ghost came to reveal Jesus Christ. So we could know who we are in Christ. 
so we could know that we are the bride. The problem is, how are we all a bride? Like my husband's like, okay, Angel, that's just a little creepy, but you have to help me out. How, how am I a bride? I'm like, I'm so glad you asked. Years ago, he wouldn't even let me talk about it because it was weird. Mm-hmm. You know, how's a man a woman? What does that look like? Right? It's because we don't understand the word woman and we don't really understand the word man. But what it means is there's three parts to God. The giver part, the receiver part, and the neutral part. How do I know that? Romans 1 and 20 says that everything God created reveals that which is unseen, including the eternal Godhead and power, and it's in everything and we're without excuse. So if you want to know the Godhead and the source of God's power, it's in everything. So what's in everything? An atom. There's an atom in everything. And an atom is a positive, a negative, and a neutral. Mm -hmm. So what's the positive? That which can deposit. That which is a giver. What's the negative? That which is a receiver. That which is to receive. What's a neutral? Whatever comes out of those two coming together. Just like when a baby's in the womb. Years ago, we didn't have ultrasound. We didn't know if it was a male or female. We had to wait. Why? Because it was hidden. And once it was birthed, then we knew if it was male or female. But not until then. So everything is still the same exact way as it was in the beginning. Male, female, child. Male, female, child. We all are all three. How am I male and female and child? How is that possible? Well, my inside part is a receiver part. It receives air. Watch. But do you notice all of a sudden it gave something away? So I'm a receiver and a giver. My ears receive. They don't really give. My eyes receive and give. How they receive and give? They're receiving color. They're receiving light. They're also having some light squeezed out. So they're giving out. They're, they're resisting, mm-hmm. Right? But they also can give information like, yeah, so they're a giver, see? And they could be like, what you talking about, Willis? I don't even have to say it. I could just look and they're giving information. Why? Because the man's countenance reveals his heart. That's what's going on. And the kingdom of God is what? In the heart. So if you don't understand this, you can't see the kingdom of God till it's been unveiled. But once it's unveiled, you can't not see it. That's for sure. You can't not see it. Like Nancy asked me uh, some questions. I said, Nancy, do I need to teach you how to taste? She's like, no. So if I teach you how to taste broccoli, do I need to teach you how to taste cauliflower? Yeah. Can you imagine if you ate broccoli and, and I gave you cauliflower and said, oh, I don't know how to eat this? Yeah. No, you wouldn't say that, would you? Yeah. You would just eat whatever's there. Your eyes and ears are the same way when they're awakened. Like you can't say, oh, well, I heard that, but I don't know how to hear this. Yes, you do. Just hear. Yeah. If yeah. you don't, you know, now when a baby's born, sight develops and hearing develops. So how does hearing develop? By falling down. Like falling. Falling. Yeah. Whenever, and your outward ear is going to work just by osmosis. It's going to just, the brain is oh, made in such a way. But your inner ear and your balance will develop as you fall. Yeah. And it can't develop otherwise. Otherwise you're clumsy. Yeah. Crawling is important. Standing and falling is really important. Jumping is important. Playing, frolicking. Yeah. When an animal is frolicking, it's actually learning balance. Yeah. So your, your spirit man is the same exact way. So your, your head is a receiver and a giver at all times. How else is it a receiver? Look at my, my hand. will do this. Watch me receive. I'm, a, I'm, I'm male and female right now at the same exact time. I'm male. I'm a giver. And I'm female. I'm a receiver. Watch. what I am. 
what's the neutral part? My body right now is rightly dividing that water and it don't need my assistance. It doesn't need my help, it just does it. I ask people, is an apple bad? Is that water bad? No, so why is some of it gonna leave my body in urine? Because it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's, it's, it's nourishing and it's cleansing me at the same time. Mm. So it's, my body's receiving and giving. It's always receiving and giving. Why? It's my nature. Mm -hmm. How is it that nature? Because it's the nature of God. God is male, female, child. He's giver, he's receiver, and he is all things are possible. That's what it is. And it just keeps replicating and replicating and replicating. So you're actually three in one. But no one's ever taught you this. No one's ever told you this. I guarantee you no one's ever taught you this. Am I right? Okay. So let's look at how positive and negative works. Let's take a, um, a circle, which is a magnet, and cut it in half. You're going to have a negative end and a positive end. Let's pretend that's Adam and Eve. Eve is going to be at the top. Adam's going to be at the bottom just for my eyeballs, not because there's any order. Okay. But this negative end can only receive what kind of charge? Positive. Positive. And this positive end can only receive what? Negative. Negative. So when the circle is together, where is the positive and negative start and end? It's a circle. It's a circle. It has no beginning or no end, just like God. It has no beginning, no end. The only way you can see the beginning and end is if you divide it. So God divided Adam and Eve. Why? Because Adam couldn't see that he was already one. He couldn't see who he was. So division is necessary in order to what? Multiply. So he divided them and said what? Be fruitful and multiply. He said, look, I'm a paraphrase. If you eat of this in the garden, and this tree of knowledge of good and evil, if you eat of that, you're going to die. You're going to be divided. Now, that sounds bad, doesn't it? But you can't have multiplication without division. Yeah. God was not confused or stupid when he put that tree there. He knew what he was doing. He formed, he created, no, he formed light and created darkness. It means he squeezed out the light and he fed you darkness. That's exactly what your eyeballs do, watch. They squeeze out the light, right? By the pupil, mm -hmm. and they get fed darkness. What do you mean, Is My eyes don't get fed darkness. Yes, they do. This color, my shoe, is feeding me darkness. Do you know what it's feeding me? It's the color blue and the color orange, which is absent of all the other waves of the spectrum. So it's, it's feeding me hmm. absence. It's feeding me negative. Yeah. Yeah. It's feeding me lack. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so I'm receiving both at the same time. Mm -hmm. Do you know that both are necessary in order for me to see? Mm -hmm. If I have all light, I'm what? Blind. blind. Yeah. If I have all dark, I'm what? Blind. blind. <laughs> so you, you don't think of having all light as blind, though, yeah, do yeah, you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. have you read Good Morning Sunshine yet? No. Read no. it. You need to read it. It will change your life. But we think that darkness is bad because we've been taught that. Isaiah 45 said, I, the Lord God, do all these things. Yeah. See, void was upon the face of the earth. It was without form and void. 
And God said, let. Why did it, why was even form and void there? Without form and void, why was it there? Why was there chaos? Because that's where life comes out of is chaos. God manifests himself through darkness. He hides his treasures in darkness. We haven't been taught this either. 